And then here in the sixth inning, this sack fly would add another, and the first place Hornets bounce back to beat Montana 6-2. Welcome to Athletes Interrupted. Candid discussions about the challenges, grit, and resilience of current and former collegiate athletes as they entered and exited both the academic and athletic world of college and collegiate sports. The accounts were recorded on campus by students and faculty, creating a candid look into their personal stories and experience. The interviews were conducted by Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn, currently a professor at Sacramento State, and Bethany Crouch, student, athlete, and academic success coordinator at the university. Tracy Shaw is a graduate from Castro Valley High School where she played four years of varsity softball, was captain three of those years, and celebrated four consecutive league championships resulting in four NCS playoffs. She was a four-time all-conference and scholar-athlete selection, was recognized as Cal High third-team All-State, second-team All-Metro, and first-team All-League as a senior. In fall of 2016, she became a Hornet student-athlete as she began her first year at Sacramento State. Her second year, she suffered from a season-ending injury during the first practice that required complete knee reconstruction. Tracy is a psychology major studying to become a clinical sports psychologist to work with collegiate and professional athletes and is studying abroad in London at Kingston University for her senior year. Tracy, thanks so much for being here today with us. We are so excited for you to share a little bit about your sports journey, talk about some of the challenges you faced during your time, how you overcame those challenges here at Sacramento State or during your collegiate athletics experience, and now what the future holds for you. So. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. So to start, can you tell us about your sport and how long you played and kind of your overall experience? Yeah, so I played softball. I started when I was three. So I've been playing since for 18 years. So that was basically Mm -hmm. my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, It was it was a roller coaster (laughs) for sure. It was I live and died with the sport. I planned everything around it. I planned my whole life, what college I was going to go to. I knew sophomore year of high school where I was going to go. So I that was set because of sports. Um, and then I got here, and then everyone always says student-athlete, student-athlete. Mm-hmm. But it's it's athlete-student once you actually get here. For, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, academics, they they always kind of came easy to me. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was a major shift getting mm-hmm. into here and stepping up the level of play, the level of working out, the the teammates and getting along with um, new people and mm-hmm. it's a major shift. Yeah. yeah, the college experience entails so many facets from transitioning into working with new people to team dynamics to battling, you know, injury. And it's funny what kind of evolves for priority wise right yeah. like how you were solid or academically you're like I got that handled yeah. so once you have that handled you know that you can elevate your mm-hmm. almost time and dedication to your sport because yeah. you have that side handle you're like oh no I got that yeah until you got that handled yeah. and then you're like okay wait yeah. now I need to work on this uh-huh. one <laughs> right so it's constantly a balance but can you share with us some of the challenges you faced during your collegiate career? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the main challenge that I dealt with was injury. Um, I completely tore my ACL uh, my sophomore year. 
um, coming off a good season, um, was ready to come back and perform again sophomore year. Um, first practice, completely tore it. Um, my ACL, I uh, tore my meniscus, my um, lateral meniscus and my medial meniscus. Mm. So I ended up getting reconstruction of the ACL, a medial meniscectomy and a lateral repair. Wow. Yeah. It was <laughs> heartbreaking yes. to say the least. Uh. Goodness. And so navigating injury at any level is challenging, but at the collegiate level, you know, there are times where we have to take like that ownership mm -hmm. and you are going to the athletic training room, you're going to see the doctors oh, and your yeah. team. I lived in the athletic <laughs> training room. <laughs> and your team is out there practicing and playing and it's an interesting time for an athlete because of course they want to be out there and giving yeah. it their all with their team, but they're navigating and healing the injury process. So what were some of the lessons you learned during that time when you were rehabbing and then trying to show up still as an athlete? Yeah, it was hard. It was easily the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, I was out for, it was nine to 12 months. Um, so in that time I was, you know, taking the little victories. Um, mm -hmm. I was making do, um, every way that I could and setting small goals so that I could feel like I achieved something and I wouldn't get too discouraged when I looked at the six months I had left or, yeah, you know, um, but I think the biggest takeaway that I took from it was um, just learning how to take on a different role mm -hmm. on the team. Um, I went from, you know, being out there playing to, oh, now I have to be on the bench, um, mm -hmm. just cheering in a brace, crutches at times, like yeah. just, just taking on this role and just being there consistently for my teammates when they needed someone just to talk to, someone to help. Uh, talk about a play that just happened or you know getting through the day basically in other ways than just physically which I we know relied on every other every other year but that that mental side was was huge yeah and it is such a topic now that is being brought to light mm -hmm. and being a student athlete and navigating not only athletics and academics, but this whole life aspect, and then learning how to navigate your mental health. And yeah. That is a growing <laughs> process in itself. So it's not talked about enough. Right. It's not talked so about let's, enough. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, people are not aware of how important it is to stress the mental, like, capability of someone to be able to go through collegiate sports and you know they're just kind of thrown out there on their own mm -hmm. to to play yeah. and you know get it done in the classroom but no one talks about like oh what about when I'm having a panic attack every mm -hmm. other day what happens when I'm having like severe anxiety to where I don't even want to get up and do anything I, I can't I physically am drained I'm mentally drained and just being able to handle that um, I, I feel like there, there's definitely resources out there to help mm -hmm. athletes and anyone yeah. to get through it. It's, it's just kind of finding it within yourself to go and, you know, make it a priority yeah. over every other <laughs> responsibility you have. Right. So 
bringing up some of those resources, what are some resources on campus that helped you? Uh, for me, I relied on a few main people. Um, my athletic trainer, since I was in there all the time, um, he was amazing. He was someone who everything was confidential. You would go in there and talk to him and he would be like, okay, we're going to get through this. I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. um, you you are doing great and just kind of that reassurance that everything's going to be okay yeah. um that was more of a, a kind of a a one way type of thing it was like you're going to be fine mm -hmm. um but when I needed actual feedback of like you know that is a really really tough situation that you're going through and you know let's talk about it let's dig deeper um I would go to a sports psychologist in the athletic department um and that she was the most amazing person that I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. She helped me get through so many things and is one of the main reasons why I'm where I am right now. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that with an athlete's, I would say, expectations, right? It's not always at the forefront to say, I need help. No, yeah, no, it's because right? athletes are so they're, they're stubborn. A mm -hmm. lot of athletes are stubborn. Mm -hmm. they, they're like, oh, we're going to get through it because it's like, oh, I just got injured in a game. Like, we're going to keep playing. We're yeah. fine. Like that kind of stuff. But no, that's that's physical. When it comes to men mental, it's once you start thinking about it, you'll keep thinking about it until it drains you. Mm -hmm. But it, having those resources was definitely something that more athletes and just people in general should take advantage of because it's it's amazing yeah and I thank you for kind of bringing this to light because it is a subject that is really at our foundation of being a human yeah right yeah so in order for us to perform well not only on the field but in the classroom and then just in life yeah right like college is much more sometimes than just sport and yeah. academics even oh though. it's always it's always more than just <laughs> black and white there's always more levels to mm -hmm. it can you talk about what type of realizations you came to when you decided you know this is my my new path mm -hmm. and this is me kind of retiring from my sport yeah so yeah so I started to um or I ended my career pretty early um, because of many different factors. I would say that one of the biggest ones was the, um, the athlete persona that we're expected to put on um, in order to put on the show and entertain mm -hmm. people. And, you know, when you, get a, when you get to higher levels, like when you go to regionals and stuff, you're on mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people watching you, so many people, just eyes on you. So everything you do is going to be watched. Um, it's you're under a microscope um, so you're expected to look like mm -hmm. you have a strong bond with every single person on the field um, but in reality you're not going to get along with every person that you come across or that you're going to work with like later on in life um, so we were always taught when you're on the field you're going to get along when you're off the field, like do what you have to do, but on the field, you guys are the best of friends, you're a family. And I think that was something that it, it kind of teaches people to, to make fake relationships with people that you normally wouldn't get along with um, outside of your sport. Um, it's, 
it's unfortunate that I had to come across it and that it happened so early in my career. Um, but I, I dealt with it. I used my resources and was able to talk it out and figure out what to stress, what to put stress on and what, what to kind of take away from, um, and, and stepping away from the sport was the best option for me. Um, yeah. So being on a team, of course, you're in a setting where you have multiple personalities and backgrounds coming yeah. through and sport is the catalyst for bringing you all together. However, that's one commonality. Yeah, right. And it's and this happens all the time. And that's why when there is that team cohesion that where a team is doing well, it's like, wow, they got it. Like yeah. they got the the cohesion part, but it's hard. And I think it's harder than a lot of people expect when you walk For onto sure. a team and you are learning as a young adult to navigate all of mm -hmm. these relationships. And what's even more interesting is that when you walk away from your sport, you see and you can find what people you still align with and others that you don't and that is okay yeah. there is and nothing, then it, that is just done there right like, and there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. uh, at all like it we are on this earth with millions billions of people so it is completely okay to see and find what aligns with you and some of those will be people that were on the team with you and some of them won't. Some of them yeah. will be people that you met in your class or that you work with. Yeah. And that's a part of life. And thank you for touching on it because it is a part of the collegiate athletics mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. And I, every college athlete that I kind of talk to, everyone has challenges like, like that. And again, it's a part of the growing process. Yeah. And so the best advice for, you know, maybe an athlete going through that would be, you know, to consult those resources yeah. that you mentioned and not to be, let's say too hard on themselves yeah. to where it becomes like a block for them. Um, but yeah, it's a journey. It really is. And it's also, um, when when you go from not knowing these people at all before mm -hmm. you come to college and then all of a sudden first day of school you move into the dorms most likely or a house wherever you're going to live most mm -hmm. likely with a teammate yeah who you just met probably at your official visit like mm -hmm. the year before or whatever um and then <laughs> so quickly you are emerged into this team and you're <laughs> you're forming these relationships it's like it's like that mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you you do not expect how quickly you are going to become within this group. And then I think that's also a reason why there's some like mental burnout mm -hmm. with the people because you get so close so fast and make these attachments. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wait, you start realizing like this, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I don't like, like we need to step up our personal games, mm -hmm. but then, you know, it's, it's a whole yeah. complex situation. It really is. And it's, it's just 
finding ways to approach the dynamics. And that is honestly a life lesson and life experiences that you can take with you beyond college. So, you know, in in talking about this, this is by far not negative at all. It is like basically taking these tools and resources and picking them up along your journey Mm -hmm. and them being able to serve you beyond yeah and it seems like a big deal when you're in it totally when you're in it but you get out of it like looking back now I'm like I'm glad this happened to me because I would not be where I am today if all this stuff that happened didn't happen exactly so in retiring from the sport what has been maybe some of the the biggest challenges for you um I I don't know. I th- I think probably the biggest one would be not having my people. Like we were just talking mm-hmm. about like, mm-hmm. you know, you're with these people, like uh, yeah. you're forced into it, but they really become part of you. Yeah. Like you walk on campus, you have the same backpacks, you have mm-hmm. the same clothes, you get all like the swag and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And you're, and you're identified within this group and you're like, Oh, that's softball. That's softball. That's softball. Mm-hmm. Those are my people. Yeah. Like internally, yeah, we're going to have our problems. But when you get outside of that and people, you hear people talking about your team or whatever, you're like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Even though you're just like, yeah. man, I don't like what you're doing, yeah. but you're still going to protect who your yeah. people are. So I, I really miss being part of a group, but mm-hmm. um, I also am very happy that I'm not because mm-hmm. I've been able to explore myself as an individual, um, just just kind of figuring out how to be alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people yeah. now don't know how to be alone. I didn't until <laughs> I'm still learning, mm-hmm. but um, I, I think it's a very empowering thing, for, especially for a 21-year-old woman to be able to learn how to be on their own and, and just apply that to relationships outside of, you know, college. It's, it's crazy. I've seen so much growth just within the last year because of all that's happened to me and learning Mm -hmm. as I go. (laughs) Which is so exciting. I mean, of course, athletes, when student athletes, when they transition out, it's, it's sometimes a shock and there's a little bit of time there where you're like, I don't know which way I'm going and that's okay. And you're kind of figuring out what your path looks like. Yeah. I'm very excited for my path. I'm going to study abroad. I'm going to be on my own, (laughs) touching on being alone again. I'm leaving the country (laughs) uh, for a year. So um, that's super exciting. It's so scary, but it's, it's the best opportunity I've, I think I've ever had. And it's a part of the college experience. It is. Yeah. I finally am going to be actually alone Mm -hmm. because I was never alone when I came here. It may Mm -hmm. have seemed like it, but Mm -hmm. I always had, you know, the people. Yeah. And so this will be an experience definitely for your independence. Yeah. Yeah. Just real world. This Mm -hmm. is the real world. (laughs) Yes. And then, you know, before we kind of wrap up here, our final question is what advice would you give student athletes who are navigating this collegiate journey? 
I wish that I could just mold someone and t- tell everyone mm-hmm. what I have experienced so that they don't make the same mistake, but also mm-hmm. I want them to make the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. I want them to go through, not that I want them to go through what I went yeah. through, but I want something to happen to allow the switch to be flipped for other people. Cause when mine did, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the, keeping an eye on your mental health um, is the biggest thing. Um, when you feel like you're getting down and you feel like you just need someone to talk to, just make sure you know you have somebody. And I, I know that some schools, uh, it's harder to, to know if you have it, but reach out. Like you have a doctor, you can go and talk to your doctor and see if there's other resources mm-hmm. outside, with, outside of the college. Yeah. Um, there's so many people and just friends or like someone that you trust, family, whoever you can go to, I feel like just being able to talk through things yeah. is a really big deal. Not a lot of people take advantage of it. Um, then academics wise, go to class, <laughs> go to class. It's, it's, that's probably the main thing that I would say academic wise, go to class and read on your own, mm-hmm. read on your own <laughs> because they're not going to tell you everything you need to know. They're not just going to here's all the information, know it. No, you, you're expected to learn mm-hmm. on your own now. Yeah. Oh, great advice all the way through hitting on the mental health side and academically yeah. because yeah, it's a whole nother challenge and a whole nother level once we get to college, yeah. but it's that dedication and that consistency, right? Yeah. Going to class and showing up. And that's, that's just in the, experience as a whole like you there's opportunity to come to college it's your time to show up for this opportunity and know your role Mm -hmm. know your role on the team Mm -hmm. in the classroom Mm -hmm. know oh also make good relationships with your professors Mm -hmm. it's a big deal yeah because if you need a letter of recommendation down Mm -hmm. the line when you're trying to get into master's degree or try to get to your master's or for in my case I had a good relationship with one of my professors and she wrote me a letter of rec and it was basically like the sole thing that got me into a very competitive university in the UK. Wow. So it's, it's a pretty big deal. Make sure that you're there, you're paying attention. You're not just on your phone. You're not Mm -hmm. sleeping. Be a good active student. Well, from one Hornet alum to (laughs) a future Hornet alum, (laughs) thanks again for being here and sharing story and advice with us today. If you or someone you know is struggling with school, academics, sports-related issues, please don't wait for the situation to get out of control or worse. You are the most important part of this university. Your well-being is our concern and focus. Call 916-278-6461 today. Speak with a student counselor and get direction on where you can find help. You can also visit The Well for one-on-one counseling. If you or someone you know may be contemplating personal harm or harming others, immediately call 911 or 800-273-8255. You are not alone. Athletes Interrupted was made possible by a grant from the NCAA to support the development of well-being and resilience in student-athletes both during college and after graduation. This program was developed and research conducted by Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn and Bethany Crouch. Dr. Michael Flynn is currently a professor at Sacramento State, is a nurse practitioner, and has created a system of recovery from trauma focused on post-traumatic growth. She lectures extensively on metahabilitation, 
is an author and an expert on post-traumatic growth and the subsequent rehabilitation. Bethany Crouch is Student Athlete Development and Academic Success Coordinator at her alma mater, Sacramento State. She spent 12 years in competitive gymnastics having reached level 10 as well as competing at the NCAA collegiate level. Injury ended her athletic career, but guided her to her ultimate professional goal as an athletic advisor specializing in student athlete development.